This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Americans for a safe aerospace. That's correct, Americans for Safe Aerospace. And this is a group that's come about recently uh, in regard to the UFO phenomenon. And judging from what, what happened a couple days ago with NASA, with that giant nothing burger uh, that we were given, you have to expect that people are going to come forward and try to form their own groups to look into these things. But the problem becomes when the people forming those groups oftentimes are government insiders. We have to ask, is this just more of the same? Well, let's take a look at this. This is from NBCNews.com. It says, as the U.S. government expands UFO investigations, a new group of forms for pilots who spot them. Airline, passenger, airline passengers are encouraged to report suspicious activity in the name of national security, but the pilots have a harder time reporting UAPs. Okay, for a couple things that stand out in this headline. It says, government expands UFO investigations. We don't know that. I mean, there's been some talk about it, and that's because they were ordered to talk about it by Congress. And they've pretty much just given Congress, you know, a, a, a little bit of running around, uh, uh, a little bit of talk, and that's been the end of it. Now, as far as um, people reporting these things in the name of national security, I mean, they won't even admit they exist, so how are we going to be secure from them other than to begin shooting down random phenomena? This article is by Alex Seitzwald, dated June 1st, 2023. It says, the first active-duty military pilot to come forward to Congress about his experience with so-called unexplained aerial phenomena is starting a first-of-its-kind nonprofit group to support other pilots who see things they can't explain, he said. Airline passengers are encouraged to report suspicious activity in the name of national security, but the pilots on, the, on those same planes often face professional stigma and institutional obstacles in reporting unexplained aerial phenomena or UAPs. That could represent national security threats in the age of drones and spy balloons, advocates say. Okay, well, right off the bat, they're using the term UAP. That shows you the stigma that some people feel over using the term UFO. They've done such a fantastic job of associating uh, UFOs with crackpots and conspiracy theorists that they have a lot of people in the general public um, convinced they have to rename these things in order to feel like it's okay to talk about them. Nonsense, in my opinion. Secondly... Uh, they have to bring in the drones and spy balloons because that's the go-to thing right there when you want to blame a UFO on something else. When you don't want to face the truth about something, you just simply say, well, it's a it's a, a spy balloon or, or drone. Now, the article goes on and says, for instance, the Federal Aviation Administration has no mechanism for pilots to report UAPs, the term preferred to UFOs, instead directly instead directing them to civilian UFO groups that are often dismissed as the domain of cranks and conspiracy theorists. You see a lot of bias in reporting right here. First off, they change this name every five minutes. It was uh, what unidentified aerial phenomena. Now it's unidentified anomalous phenomena. It, you can't let these guys dictate how you speak, 
okay? They, you can't let them rewrite the dictionary every week. They'll have you so confused that you won't know what you're looking at. It says, Americans for Safe Aerospace, which is officially launching Thursday as the first pilot-led advocacy organization dedicated to, I'm going to just say UFOs, seeks to change that. Co-founded and run by former Navy pilot Ryan Graves, the group, which provided exclusive details to NBC News, aims to better support aviators who witness unexplained events. I mean, I, I guess you could talk to them and you could give them a shoulder to lean on, but the fact is a lot of these guys are afraid that if they go and report this stuff, they're going to get Section 8. You know, they're going to basically be told that they're not able to pass their mental fitness test or whatever to be a pilot. These guys, they put their whole lives into becoming pilots. The last thing they want to do in the world is jeopardize that and and instead of becoming instead of being a pilot becoming a desk jockey somewhere or you know waiting in the unemployment line so you really need legislation for this so that people so that pilots can't be fired simply for reporting a ufo the group wants to push for policy changes like better reporting mechanisms such as a hub for pilot whistleblowers and advocate for more disclosure by the military and other government agencies unidentified objects in our airspace present an urgent and critical safety and national security issue, but pilots are not getting the support they need and the respect they deserve, Graves said. Okay, fine. Urgent, critical, safety, and national security issue. What are those assertions based on? And do we have evidence recently, at least, of any airplane being down by one of these things? Okay, because I, I, I have to be honest with you. I, I think these stupid balloons that are up there are, are more of a threat to the safety of airline traffic than any UFO. And these UFOs, whatever they are, don't seem like they want to take down an airplane. If they did, I think it would have happened already. But random uh, random numbskulls releasing uh, giant balloons into the air, uh, that seems to be an issue to me. Having these things just you know drifting around up there in the jet stream or lower, uh, multiple ones now... Uh, found right in the flight paths of airplanes. That seems like a lot bigger deal to me than UFOs as far as uh, security is concerned. And then lastly, national security. I don't know. They The Navy's aware of this. They've got the images, you know, from, uh, what, back 10, 15 years ago. We talked about this many times on the podcast where these uh, UFOs have been uh, basically buzzing the Navy battle groups. So they're aware of it goes on it says when i served my squad when i served my squadron was encountering uap ufo nearly every day and nothing was being done about it yeah well something is being done about it mr graves uh, you're being depersoned because a couple of days ago they had a meeting in washington to decide that this stuff was nothing more but what uh, just just uh, the trick of the camera you know, nothing to see here move along five other former military aviators in addition to a commercial pilot and flight instructor, have joined the group's Air Crew Council. And its advisory board includes, and this is what bothers me a little bit, its advisory board includes prominent civilian resources. Well, we love, we, we love celebrities, okay? The United States is a celebrity culture. Uh, it doesn't matter if you are a competent and skilled doctor, but you need to be a celebrity doctor. You've got to have... Uh, some kind of stick that you can put out there in front of the camera. And it's ruining the country. It has ruined the country on so many levels. It says, board includes prominent civilian researchers like Harvard astronomer Avi Loeb. And I appreciate some of his work. You know, he, he makes a comment about uh, the mothership out in the solar system, and then it just hangs out there. Now, apparently he's down there somewhere 
what went around New Guinea, I think, looking for a UFO that they think might have crashed off uh, in the Pacific Ocean down there. I mean, we don't know what will come of that. Abilo, politicos like Susan McHugh, the longtime chief of staff to the late Senate Democratic leader, Harry Reid. And this is so much underhanded stuff went on with Harry Reid. They funded the research at Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, they were intentionally misleading about how they worded that funding. And then we don't get to see what they found. I mean, are they ghost hunting? Are they looking for the Skinwalker? Are they looking for UFOs? Are they trying to find out, you know, some kind of portal here, some kind of portal here that, that they don't want to tell us about? So much sketchy stuff happened with that. And it's the same players. Harry Reid, uh, Bob Bigelow, you know, Hal Putoff, all these guys. I don't know, man. I'm not saying, I'm not throwing shade on too much, but I'm just saying we need more transparency here. Astronomer Terry Virts, the former commander of the International Space Station. That's That makes me feel better. Former commander of the International Space Station. This is a, a the space station. You know, the one where NASA like regularly cuts the feet off anytime a UFO shows up. And a former head of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, retired Navy Rear Admiral Tim Gallaudet. Don't know this guy, but as, as a Rear Admiral, don't you think he's taken an, an oath of, an oath of secrecy of some kind. So you're getting these celebrities, you're getting these former deep state employees, you're getting people from in the system at the very top. And these guys are going to put together this program. They're going to put this young guy on here, this former Navy pilot. He's going to be the face of it. And that's who you're going to call if you see a UFO and you're a pilot. I don't like any of it. UAPs are often conflated, excuse me, UFOs are often conflated, often conflated with aliens in the popular imagination, but earthly mysteries may be more pressing. Now, here we go. This is the gamut. Away from the scary alien onto, man, it's got to be Putin or China. China, a country that just, I think in the last year or two, was able to produce an aircraft carrier, undoubtedly with stolen uh, data from us, where they didn't have to ramp the takeoff for the Navy fighters. See, the U.S. is the only one that had the catapult that could get them things off. That could get them things off the deck of that ship. China, a country that has not been able to replicate our our stealth uh, fighter technology, no matter what they say. That technology that we use for stealth fighters is so advanced that they're having to try to bring back the, the old guys from the '80s that are still alive to do the, the the upkeep and the rework on those things. Remember we talked about that in Skunk Works, uh, one of the old podcasts about how when they brought those guys in to, build, to, to create that stealth fighter and stealth bomber, they had to retrain them in physics. Peoples with master's degrees and PhDs had to be retrained in the science they were using. Think about that for one minute. That's the level that we're at. Okay, China and Russia, they're a joke compared to us as far as China can't even create their own chips. Okay, Look up sometime about how these computer chips get invented, where, where the chokeholds are in these things. This super high technology that we avail ourselves of every day, it is uh, controlled by just a handful of people. It's a small club, and China and Russia are in it. Okay, The people that control our country, and I'm not even going to call them Americans, these small handful of globalists that run you know, the, the continent and us, they're controlling this stuff. China and Russia do not have the technology that even meets our highest tech let alone a steel sphere or ball that can just suspend itself in midair. It can't produce the kind of UFO phenomena that many of us have seen. Our own government can't do that. How on earth would the Soviets or Chinese do it? Okay, so it says, 
UFOs are often conflated with aliens in the popular imagination, but earthly mysteries may be more pressing. From the undeclared drone attacks to Moscow apartment on a Moscow on Moscow apartment buildings this week to the recent flight of a Chinese spy balloon over sensitive U.S. military installations, which advocates say traditional U.S. aerospace defenses aren't calibrated to detect. Oh, give me a break, man. A woman in her backyard in what, Idaho saw the Chinese spy balloon with a pair of binoculars. I think people were actually seeing it with, her, with the naked eye. But you're not calibrated to detect that over the U.S. military installations? Nonsense. As far as this drone attack on Moscow, look, dude, it's a terrible war over there in Ukraine. I mean, it's awful. But you can't expect if you're Russia not to be bombed by the Ukrainians when you're bombing their towns. So that's just that's just part of war. It's horrible. It's ugly. It needs to stop. It's 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 unacceptable that it ever happened. But to bring that into the UFO uh, conversation, why, 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 why take the suffering of these people in Ukraine, or even these uh, young guys that are being uh, pulled out of Russia and, and thrown into this meat grinder? I don't know what. What do we have? A half a million, half a million, half a million civilians and young people killed over there when this could have been avoided at, at some level, probably. And now, and now, when Moscow gets attacked by drones, I thought that would happen a long time ago, to be honest with you. I mean, you got to wonder. But what's that got to do with the UFO thing? Nothing. That's a war zone, man. Same thing with the Chinese. Are the, Chi- are the Chinese going to spy on us? Probably. Are we going to spy on them? Yeah, probably. But to say that we aren't able to uh, detect that? Come on. They've got satellites, don't they? So they're, they're muddying the waters, what's happening here. They're muddying the water. U.S. fighter jets shot down two other unidentified objects, it says, which many people, here you go, appeal to the masses, kind of. This is where they want you to get on board with the in crowd. U.S. fighter jets shot down two other unidentified objects, which many people now suspect were hobbyist balloons. That is some really shoddy, lazy, manipulative reporting right there. Many people. That's, that's not a source. That's just this author of this of this of this piece here throwing that out there and making you think, well, man, I want to be on the in crowd. Over North American airspace in the days after the U.S. military knocked out the Chinese balloon, but the confusion and lack of information about what's happening over the U.S. is dangerous for pilots and passengers, Graves and others say. Why not call them out for not releasing the cockpit video from the shootdown over Alaska, uh, Yukon, and Lake Huron? Why not? Why not call them out for that, Mr. Graves? Why not just say, why aren't you? Sh- why, why aren't you giving us this video? Let's just settle this. Let's just settle this. How about a little tiny bit of transparency, and then we can hope for disclosure. The establishment for, of Americans for Safe Aerospace is long overdue. Gladys said in a statement, as a chief meteorologist for the U.S. Navy, I dedicated my career to the safety of flight. I have seen firsthand how unidentified anomalous phenomena, boy, we just got to keep changing that term, but I'm going to continue to call it UFO, have placed military pilots at risk, and we need to better understand them to reduce that risk. Really? Put them at risk? How? How did it put them at risk? Please tell me, do we have a case where a pilot was shot down by one of these things or collided with one of them? Or is this a perceived risk? Let's not escalate this thing. They're already talking about using AI to equip drones to shoot at UFOs. And what did I read yesterday? 
Well, ChatGPT apparently has a problem. It likes to tell lies about people. It likes to make up facts. It's kind of like Cliff at the end of the barn cheers, only this Cliff is a pathological liar. Wow, really? AI can be a pathological liar? Oh, you bet. You bet. The same machine that when prompted with, a, with the correct hack told you that it was the son of Satan, the son of perdition, I believe it said. Yes, that's its creator. That machine right there, it could lie to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, it sure could. You want to put that machine up in the air and put it in charge of shooting down UFOs? Does that seem smart to you? What if it happens to decide that the airplane that your family's on is a UFO? These are the kind of morons that are putting in charge. It goes on and says, Washington has begun to take UAPs, excuse me, UFOs more seriously. No, they haven't. The Defense Department and U.S. intelligence agencies have started releasing more information. No, they haven't. And this week, NASA held the first public meeting of its new committee tasked with studying UAPs, which said the stigma around reporting strange sightings has contributed to a lack of good data. Oh, nonsense. The stigma they created? At that meeting, they're complaining about people who are harassing us. And Nick Pope, for crying out loud, Nick, you know, being a former deep stater himself, comes out and says, this is unacceptable. It doesn't matter if it's debunkers or UFO, you know, believers. You can't harass NASA employees. This is unacceptable. Well, if they're being harassed, if they were having an illegal act committed against them, why didn't they just report it to law enforcement? I'm sure FBI could have kicked somebody's door down with no problem. They could have sent over a whole team, like with maybe like they were Roger Stone or something. Take those people, lock them up, put them in solitary confinement for a year and a half. They're capable of doing that. So why would anybody in their right mind ever want to contact one of these NASA employees? You would be nuts. You'd be absolutely nuts. Well, anyway, it goes on here. It says... One of our goals in having NASA play a role is to remove stigma and get high-quality data, David Spurgle, a prominent Princeton University astrophysicist who chairs the NASA panel, said at the meeting Wednesday, oh, yes, because they're so concerned about a disclosure at NASA that they never have a feed quit working when a UFO shows up. They're so concerned about disclosure at NASA, they would never hold 2 million pictures of the moon because they haven't approved them for release yet. Graves said that most pilots he knows either have seen something they can't explain or know someone who has, but that until recently most would talk about it only in hush tones and in private settings for fear of being mocked or jeopardizing or jeopardizing their career growth. Most of the sightings are probably innocuous, Graves said, citing, analys citing analysis that were able to explain away all but 2 to 5% of anomalous sightings, but that still represents dozens of sightings, potential new threats from China, Russia, or somewhere else. Look, these pilots are not reporting uh, pieces of paper flying in the wind. They're reporting stuff that got their attention in a big way. Nobody's going to walk into that FAA office and report something that can be explained away in five minutes. So this baloney of, you know, all, all 98% of them can be explained away, but 2% but remain. I don't mean to get upset, but it's just a little bit uh, tiring to see the same the same mental gymnastics repeated over and over again. You know, we can explain 98% of them, but it's the 2% we have to worry about. And because you're so stupid and uneducated, let us hire some experts who are pretty much always former employees of the U.S. government. 
to explain this 2% to you. And we'll drag out some pictures and we'll have some meetings and we'll talk about it and we'll talk about it some more. And then we'll have some really famous, good-looking people um, come on the History Channel and the Discovery Channel and Twitter. And they'll explain to you how intelligent they are and how smart they are and how they've got this video that you can't see. And they'll talk about it and they'll collect the checks and they'll make the money. And then about two or three years later, the government will come out with a big uh, hearing. And before the hearing, people will talk about how this is going to be disclosure and daddy's going to tell us. And we're going to find out that the aliens are here to help and they've got the cure for cancer. And it's going to be so wonderful. We're going to sit around the campfire with these little gray guys and sing Kumbaya. And it's going to be good. And then they have the meeting and they tell us, you know, actually what you saw was just an artifact of the camera. Uh, there really are no UFA, UFOs go back to sleep. And then the whole cycle starts over again. It's a little frustrating. Now, I'll finish the article up here. It says, it says, as our airspace gets more congested and more critical to our daily lives, we need to have a better understanding of what is in our skies for the safety of our pilots and the general public, said David Ranazowski, NASA's former chief financial officer and chief of staff, who is a group's advisor, who's on the group's advisory board. Who's funding this stuff? Graves said he is already in conversation with pilots interested in going public with potentially important UAP sightings with multiple witnesses, and he said more is likely to be out there. It's pretty simply said, we should know what's up there over our heads. Yeah, we should. We should know what's up there over our heads, and we should especially know that before we fire $500,000 missiles at it. And if we do fire $500,000 missiles at it, then we should at least get to see pictures of what we shot down. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.